Hello everyone, welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Kaur and I talk about how you can start, run and sell a bootstrap business. This episode is called Conversations are at the core of engagement. Let's get started. Yelling into the void won't get you anywhere. This is particularly clear while you have zero followers, particularly on Twitter, which is kind of where I'm talking about here. But it remains true even when you have an audience. Talking about something that people don't expect or even want to talk about is just like speaking to them in a language that they don't understand. It's a waste of their time just as much as yours. The easiest way to understand a community is to consider it to be one extensive narrative, an epic story that consists of many smaller conversations. If you look at the indie hacker community, the narrative arc is the hero's journey from nothing to financial security by building some, their own digitally enabled business. And within that ever-repeating story, different themes appear every now and then, just like in a classical symphony. They harmonize with each other, they rhyme, but they are distinct and different from each other. The moment you chime in, the moment you contribute to these narratives and themes, you become interesting. People will recognize your shared interests and they will consider you as one of their own. Therefore, the goal of audience building is to find your place in the grand orchestra that is your community by engaging with useful and thought-provoking content that your fellow community members expect and value. You will find this place by participating in all the conversations of your niche. And by doing this regularly, you will attract high-value followers. That's great for you, but it has an additional favorable side effect. It's also community building. You're providing another node in the network, another perspective on content that was created by others. Community organizers recognize people who do this consciously and deliberately, and then reward them with benevolence and exposure in the community. As a helpful guide, consider maximizing the community's positive impact in every interaction you have. People look for many things in a conversation. And here are the main themes that I have run into and how I usually engage with them. There's people looking for help. And this can be a specific problem or more general question, and it's usually phrased as a direct complaint or question. If I have something immediately helpful to say, I reply right there and then. If I can't help but know somebody who could, I try to get them involved in the conversation. I tag them, I get them in. And when I don't know anybody, in particular, I usually just retweet the plea for help, hoping that someone among my followers can help out. Then there's people who look for moral support. And that's usually in the wake of a tough challenge or some sort of failure where people will seek a conversation. The best thing you can do at this point is to just show empathy and validate this person's feelings and experiences. And I'm often tempted to help with actionable advice here, but this might actually be counterproductive at that very moment. I've learned to listen just for a while to determine if help is appreciated or if the original poster is just looking for a sympathetic ear. And then to give it if they expect it. Then there's people looking for distraction. They bring up conversation topics that are controversial or polarizing just to avoid working on the things that actually matter. And while I tend to avoid those conversations, they might spark interesting sub-conversations with people who are interested in a meaningful exchange about the subject. And I engage when I see those people interacting and ignore the discussion otherwise. 
Finally, there are people who ask for alternative viewpoints. And while this is a rare conversation, it might be one of the most instructive. Whenever people share their position on an issue or ask for another perspective, I enjoy engaging with them. The important part is never to dismiss their perspective from presenting your own. The conversations make prime targets for sourcing interesting content ideas for yourself as well. After all, you always find opposing concepts and ideas and the contentious battle between them. These points of friction are often central to the overarching narrative of the community. Should founders bootstrap or take funding or tabs or spaces? Or is solopreneurship better than having co-founders? Clearly, those questions have no objectively correct answer. The debates around these topics are instructive as they enable people to share their anecdotes and find common themes and interesting learnings. So there might be a couple more people here. I guess people who want to refine their vague idea into something concrete, no matter if it's a knitting project or a newly envisioned business idea, sometimes people seek help in their community when it comes to testing and validating ideas. I love those opportunities. It gives me the chance to think deeply about an idea, add my personal experience to it, and then present my conclusions, not only to the person who asked, but also to the community that's watching. Insightful and creative replies to questions like this will help you quickly acquire a reputation as a thoughtful subject matter expert. Then there's people who want to share their journey, you know, building in public. And whether it's reaching a certain amount of monthly recurring revenue or a particularly nasty customer cancellation email, I love to engage with a fellow entrepreneur when something meaningful happens in their lives. Bolstering another entrepreneur's confidence is fun for me, and it generates good community vibes around it, and it establishes you as a team player. And these are the most common engagement targets that I regularly work with. To give you a more well-rounded perspective here, I think I'm going to share a couple of things that I try not to engage with at all. It starts with fishing for compliments. There's a thin line between building in public and trying to get attention for attention's sake. And I only want to engage with people who build in public for the community's sake as much as their own. Selfishly occupying other people's time without giving back something useful is not something that I will encourage or endorse. And if you engage with these people too much, other community members will see you as an opportunist, just like the person you engaged with. So I'm staying away from people fishing for compliments or just being there for the attention. Also, people who are looking for pity without looking for a way out. I will engage with people who need moral support, absolutely, but I will ignore those who want a shoulder to cry on without also considering ways to get back on track. Like people who give up and just want that level of attention, I don't engage with either. Next group of people is clear examples of unreflected cognitive biases. Particularly if a person gets defensive when people helpfully point out highly flawed arguments, I hold back for at least a few minutes. If the conversation derails into this heated argument instead of a healthy debate, I will not engage. If people catch themselves and reflect and then kind of dive into the details and try to figure out where they went wrong, awesome. That's a great moment to engage, but not when it turns into a shitstorm, essentially. I don't really go for that. And that kind of brings me to the last one here, baiting and trolling. Clearly, those conversations don't contribute to furthering the goals of your community. And I often get mad about something and I'm very tempted to respond. But in the end, I try to step back and look at how much good this will do 
and it's usually not that much. So finding something better to spend your attention on is absolutely worth it for you. And that kind of should give you an overview of how and what to engage with and whatnot. And the context of successful engagement is always conversational. So try to figure out how you can use conversations, how you can use interactions with other real human beings in your community to further the goals of the communities first, then the goals of the people you talk to second, and then your goals third. That will give you the clearest path to building a reputation as a selfless person, a selfless entrepreneur, and somebody who really wants to help people in your community. And that's what you should be doing if you're building a business anyway. Any shortcut away from these three things is something that will derail you eventually. So try being selfless. Don't lose yourself. Just be yourself still, but try to selflessly engage with the community. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Bootser Founder Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Avid Kahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L, and you can check out the blog at thebootsafana.com. You can find my books, Zero to Sold, at zerotosold.com, and The Embedded Entrepreneur at embeddedentrepreneur.com. If you have any questions about this episode, reach out on Twitter or send an email to arvid at thebootsafana.com. If you want to support me in the Bootser Founder Podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.